Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode of The Daily Mind. Once again, it's me. How is everyone doing this somewhat, on my side, gray Sunday? Hopefully, everybody's weekend was pretty decent or good or whatever. Um, My weekend, I'd say, is okay. Uh, My wife took me to the casino, got me an airsoft pistol, and... um, Yeah, and she's doing this for my birthday. My birthday, believe it or not, is on Tuesday. I'm going to be turning 38. You know, I was sitting there thinking about that. And I was like, man, 38, like, wow. I mean, I think 38 is a really nice rounded number. 37 sounds a little boring. 38, I don't know. For some reason, does it seem like 37 sounds older than 38? I don't know. 38 just seems a little bit more zesty versus 37 just seems old. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's me, but certain numbers sound... A little older and younger than other numbers. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Okay, so hey, I'm gonna get into it today. Um, today's episode is going to be about winning it big. What I mean by winning it big is lottery, gambling, you know, winning money, right? Large sum or a decent amount of money. Like, you know, you always hear that question, what would you do if you have a million bucks, right? Or did you win a million bucks? What would you do, right? Like, um, recently there's a story a man spent his $50 million lottery winnings, right? I think it was lottery winnings or casino winnings. Either way, he splurged on a ridiculous amount of money, spent all his money because he was actually dying. I think the man did pass away, but before passing away, he, he lived the life. Like he took that money and did all types of crazy ill stuff, which is awesome. Right? I mean, the sad part is that he died. Right. But again, you know, that goes to the question, what would you do if you had, I'm not even going to say if you have a million dollars. Let's be real, a million dollars is not as much as it seems like when you were a kid, a million dollars sound like all the money in the world. Now a million dollars ain't really anything, really, right? So, I mean, what would some of you do if you came across the money? And the reason why I have this episode, or I'm um, giving this episode is because last night, um, my wife and I went to the casino. We tend to do that maybe at least once a week. I almost won the one of the little smaller jackpot, mini major jackpots. I almost came across 600 and something dollars. Now, just a couple of weeks ago or so, my wife won a decent amount of money. Not going to say how much, but she won a lot of money at the at the lottery, right? I mean, at the lottery, the uh, casino. And, you know, we're just like, man, what would you do if you hit this money? Like you get this jackpot. We're leaving the casino right away. We're not sticking around. But what do you do after the fact, right? So what I'm going to do um, is I'm going to look up some of the things that um, people do when they come across a, a large amount of money. Um, let me see. I mean, Because I'm going to tell you right now, if I, be honest, be honest, if I come across a decent amount of money, let's say a few million dollars, um, I'm in the military, right? So they have this thing in the military where, um, there used to be the old belief that if you come across a substantial amount of money, i.e. a lottery, um, the army will, the military will kick you out. That is not necessarily true because there have been stories of service members who have won money, whether it be through the casino or the lottery, and they were able to still stay in the military. So, you know, that goes to show that some people will win money, but still work. And I've heard it. Some people are like, oh, no, if I win the lottery or whatever, I'm quitting my job. I'm quitting everything, dropping everything. Some people are like, no, I'm going to invest in that money, put it up somewhere. I'm still going to work, right? 
But what I'm working for is really just going to be chump change because I have all this money I'm sitting on, right? I'm just working to keep busy so that I don't have to touch my money. I guess, you know, people have their, uh, let me see, hold on. All right, I, I'm looking this up. Um, there's a, for the Powerball, there's a thing that here, that right here that says, what should you do if you win lottery jackpot? Can you stay anonymous? Now, that's another thing. Some states, you can stay anonymous. Some states, you can't. The reason why um, is not that they want you killed, <laughs> if that's the case. They have to show face to the public that regular people can win the lottery too. Because here's the thing. They have to show that you won, again, to show, hey, regular people do play the lottery. It's not fixed because it's easy to say, hey, somebody won the $15 million jackpot. The lottery commission can say that, but then, like, somebody could be cheating. Like, it might be one of their own people that won, right? So they have to show the winner to be like, hey, the lottery is not fixed. We, you know, regular people like you can win the lottery too, right? But some states you can choose to be anonymous. I'm going to tell you right now. I will choose to stay anonymous. You're not going to show my face. I don't care. I'll even hire a lawyer. Seriously. Um, it says here, um, people also ask. You know how you type a question on Google, right? It tells you, and it shows the people also ask type deal. It says, what do people that win the lottery do? It says here, hitting the jackpot can open a world of possibilities for lottery winners who may finally be able to buy a new house, find a new job they are passionate about, or create an organization focused on the cause they care for. However, landing a jackpot can also turn for the worst. Yes, there has been some horror stories of people who won money and shit, either blew it and just went completely broke, or some people that actually got killed. Because people found out they've had this money and, you know, just, um, yeah, they just knock them off, right? So um, <clears throat> what I'm going to do is I'm going to look up some things. Um, I'm gonna, there's a thing here uh, by Forbes magazine, uh, Forbes.com, actually. It says 10 things to do when you win the lottery. Uh, let's see what Forbes think. You know, Forbes is a big money thing, right? It's all about money. So let's see what their points are, right? Uh, this actually was written, oh, this was written a while ago about shit, February 11th, 2012, but Hey, it still resonates today. Right. Um, it says here, uh, let's see. Number one, remain anonymous if your state rules are permitted. That's a good one. Number two, it says, see a tax pro before you cash the ticket, because you just want to make sure that the state is not jipping you when it comes to taxes and how can you file once you earn that money? Cause guess what? You win the lottery. That's considered income. Right, and you don't want to lose a lot of money on tax, so it's good to, I guess, hire someone that can help you with that. Um, number three, avoid sudden lifestyle changes. It says for the first six months after you win the lottery, don't do anything drastic. Good luck with that, like quitting your job, buying a home in Europe, trading up for a luxury car, or building a collection of Birkin handbags. Meanwhile, set aside a fixed amount of a fixed amount for splurges. It's only natural to want to celebrate your win for, of course. Anybody who wins the lottery or come across a large sum of money is going to go they're gonna go big right they're not gonna sit there because now they have the opportunity to buy the things that they've always wanted but yet cannot afford in the past however though money is meant to stay quiet what i mean by that and this is something that people can take with them is that when you come across a large sum of money don't show people you come across a large sum of money i.e going to buy cars that on your regular income, you know you wouldn't be able to afford, right? And then driving around as your daily driver or whatever, or, you know, just 
buying outlandish things that catches people's attention because the people people are always watching they're paying attention money stays quiet so if you like if i win the lottery let me tell you something. i'm just gonna move out go buy a home somewhere and it doesn't it ain't even gonna be the biggest house it's gonna be a very modest house three bedroom whatever i don't need a mansion i don't need a bentley if i do decide to buy a luxury car i swear i'll buy a lexus yep kid i kid you not i'm not a big fan of german luxury automobiles anyway i'd rather just buy a lexus like i said modesty like warren buffett for example that man you he doesn't walk around with suits and shit like bill gates Look at his drip. He has no drip. Like he sits there and he dresses like a librarian because he doesn't have to show everyone he has money. People know he doesn't have to show it. Another one here says number four, paying off all debts. Yes. In fact, I think that's the very first thing somebody should do when they come across money, a big sum of money, pay all your debts, be debt free. Because you have bust your ass for months and years working to pay off that credit card where now you have an opportunity to clean the slate. And now you could sit there and be like, I am debt free. Not only do I have money, my credit score is about to be like a 800. I'm set for life. Even if you, you, know, you come down on a, a downfall with your money somehow, at least your credit is good. right? Your credit is phenomenal because you've paid all the debts off. right? That should be like the first thing you should do. Um, another one, assemble a team of legal and financial advisors. This one here, people are not going to really agree with because nobody wants to be told how to spend their money, right? You got some people that are like, oh man, I know what I'm doing with my $25 million. Um, I don't need somebody telling me what to do on where to invest and where to save. I'm going to do me and, you know, cause we all just have like, have our best interests at heart, right? We just want the best when we come across money or whatever, we just want to do us, right? But for some people who are financially illiterate, and what I mean by financially illiterate um, is that they don't know money. Like they know how to spend it, but they don't know how to spend it wisely, right? Financial literacy is a very big thing, right? And for those parents who have kids, teach them young, start having them put money aside, save money for them, teach them the value of money. I'm telling you, too many people have grown up financial financially illiterate the school only can schools can only teach you so much about money mostly you're going to learn from the the value of a dollar from your parents when you get your first allowance or whatever and then you know um what to do with that money save it for a bike or something right it starts at home but nobody likes to be told what to do with the money i get it but think about it for a second uh number six invest prudently that means uh they recommend putting money in the safe short-term investments and not even touching it for the first six months. Then ask your advisors is, um, then, oh, what the fuck? Then ask your advisors is to put together an investment portfolio divided half and half between equities, such as stocks, and fixed income like bonds. Don't fall for investments that you don't understand that sound too good to be true. Like stay away from the pyramid schemes. Uh, number seven, live within the budget, okay? Because again, you win $20 million, right? However, though, you quit your job, so you're not working to maintain money. So the money that you won, you're burning it. There's no return on it. Like you're not like you pay like a regular job. You you get paid, you spend money, you get another paycheck. Once you get that money from the lottery, um, that's it. Now you can opt to have them pay it in in uh, increments, right? Here and there, every month, every month, or take the lump sum. Most people take the lump sum. In that case, I think the smartest thing to do is if you're not going to work. Just simply get it in increments because that's an income every single month for however long it takes to pay you out that money. 
right? But some people are like, man, well, um, what happens if something happened to me? You know what I mean? I want all my money. Well, you can't. When you die, you can't take the money with you, right? But that's when you, you come up with wills and stuff like that. But the most important thing is, is to live within your means, right? If you only win $1 million, I mean, $1 million, you can go through that kind of quickly, right? So that's just something to think about. Uh, it says here, take steps to protect assets, number eight. Number nine, plan charitable gifts. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, tax write-offs, I guess, too. Uh, review your estate plan. Yeah, that's another one, too. Um, that's also smart. But again, most of these things people are not going to think about in, in the essence of it all. Like, they have this money, and they're like, man, fuck that. I'm about to go take a trip somewhere I've never been before. I'm about to drive a car I always wanted to drive. Or I want to eat steak that, I don't know, costs so much money that, you know, it, it may be Wi-Fi capable, the piece of steak. That's how expensive it is. So, I mean, like, again, like, you do what you do, but you got to be smart about it, right? Um, let's see. I'm trying to find uh, another list or something. Um, oh, well, here's one. Trusted one says nine ways to spend your Powerball lottery winnings, right? Lottery winnings. I don't know. Let's see what it says here, right? Trust and Will. There's a website called Trust and Will, and this uh, article that had, that they published was published. Uh, it's a five-minute read but I'm not going to read it all. I'm going to read their nine steps. Let me see. Well, I mean, it's basically the same. It's saying here, uh, nine smart ways. Um, wait to share the good news. That's a good one. Um, I wouldn't tell everybody so quickly. Uh, take the time to reflect because, I mean, let's be real. Your life has instantly changed with the piece of paper. You went from check to check to this amazing amount of money I will have to sit there and just take a breath, dude. I, oh, it, I will have a moment where I, I need to just reflect on how I got to this point. I will really have to sit. Hire legal and financial consultants. Pay off your debt. Start an emergency fund. It didn't say that in the other one. Start an emergency fund. I mean, literally, like, I don't know, you win $20 million, put like maybe at least one to two million aside or five million for emergencies. I'm telling you, you may not think you may need $5 million for an emergency, but you just never know. It's better to have such a net, a safety net so big that no matter what, however you fall on that net, you're going to get caught. And what I mean by that is that you will always have some money if you have emergency money set aside. I'm going to read that real quick. It actually says, having an emergency fund set aside when you're swimming in money might not feel like a priority. However, it's crucial nonetheless. No matter how carefully you spend, you're still prone to unforeseen circumstances or disasters that could wipe out your golden goose egg. By tucking away an emergency fund, you have a peace of mind knowing that you have a safety net protecting you in case things go awire. Um, set aside money for retirement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's definitely a good one because I don't know how you depending on how much money you win as well, right? That kind of ties in with the emergency fund kind of deal, and and whether or not you are not going to work anymore, right? You need to save money for retirement. I mean, yeah, you can get money from your Social Security. Yeah, but hey, that's going to be chump change in comparison to what you can potentially put aside for retirement. Um, choose low-risk investments. Make a social impact. Review your estate plan. Again, some of the things that the other thing said as well, the other site that I um, that I caught. Let me see. Um, let me see. I'm trying to find something else here. Uh, what is the first thing that most people who win the lottery do? That was that's actually a Cora question. <laughs> oh, 
God, I'm pretty sure I might come across that on the day I do the Cora episode. Uh, let's see. Um, let me see what people do when they win the lottery. I'm just trying to find a little bit more to kind of stretch the episode a bit, but you guys kind of get the idea um, what some people do, right? Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find a nice article I can read too. Um, oh, okay. Actually, I'm going to read this. Um, there's an article here from November 10th last year from Reader's Digest. <clears throat> it's 13 things lotto, window, lotto winners won't tell you life after winning the lottery, right? Remember, there were stories. The story about the guy that won the $50 million, spent all of the money before he died. And there was another lottery winner in England that literally spent his earnings on hookers and blow and all everything the man don't have a dime to his name so i'm gonna get into this article while i got a little bit of time <clears throat> right now uh let's see reader's digest right it's a fresh new article right just came out maybe like a couple of months ago two three months ago uh, it says here i'm gonna read the article it says winning the lottery seems like a stroke of luck but what about life after lotto Past winners weigh in on losing friends becoming spectacles and increasing the odds of striking it rich so what it's like after, um, what is life after lotto like? Winning the lottery like a dream is like sounds like a dream come true. Money woes are obliterated in an instant, and the future looks bright thanks to newfound financial freedom. Sure, it seems fabulous at first glance, but there's more to winning the lottery that meets the eye. Before you play the most winning numbers and study which state has the most lottery winners, read up on what past lottery winners have to say about life after lotto. It may be much different than you expected. All right, so one of the things you can expect after, according to some people, as easy as you got the money, it can go. Easy come, easy go. It says life after winning the lottery may not stay glamorous forever. Whether they win $500 million or $1 million, about 70% of lottery winners lose or spend all that money in five years or less. Think about it. Five, $500 million you spend in five years or less. That is extremely irresponsible. Um, it says, read the story of a lottery ticket dispute that starts with a couple going in on a ticket and ends with the woman taking the money and running. Oh, lottery pools, right? You know, when, you, when you're at work, you know, the mega millions or whatever, and everybody at your job do a lottery pool, right? Everybody puts their little two cents. As soon as the numbers hit, somebody hit, how do you split the money, right? You start getting a little bit of animosity and a little bit of a uh, little flakiness there, right? You know, there's got to be... If you're going to do one of those things at work, people need to sign some sort of paper, right? Because you need something that's legal and binding that everybody gets their fair share if the group wins. Uh, let's see. Take a second chance. It says, always play the second chance drawings. Some games require you to mail in your losing ticket. Others tell you to go online and register the ticket serial number. People either don't know about the drawings or don't take the time to enter. So your odds of winning the lottery are always better. On another note, it's important to remember that cheating comes with the price. Okay. Don't quit while you're ahead. Do lottery winners still play the lottery? They absolutely do. Of course. You win, you win once, you're confident, you might want to play again and might win again. It has happened. People have struck the lottery back to back to back to back, right? Don't know how they did it. It says, do lottery winners still play the lottery? They absolutely do. And they sure they're going to win again. That's one aspect of life after lotto that won't change. The next one here, it says you will be exploited possibly by your friends. Yes, that's why you need to keep shit under wraps as much as possible. It says, uh, there's a little story here. It says, uh, quote, I had one friend who told me this sob story about how behind she was on her local taxes and how they were going to take her house because she couldn't pay. 
says one lottery winner. Quote, after she left, I got on my computer, looked up her tax records, and saw that she wasn't behind. When I printed out the page and sent it to her, well, that was the end of our friendship. Yeah, so you're going to get family, friends, and magical family members that come out of nowhere pleading their financial case to you. And then you're going to sit there and be like, what have you done for me when I was down, right? Like when I was down and I needed money, you were nowhere to be found. Now all of a sudden you need money. So, you know, you got to remember stuff like that because when you do come across money in some way, shape, or form, you're going to think back at all those times where you were down on your luck and people were just like, and then people were like, you're not even cool with or just kind of talk to associates that's just like talking to you as if you guys are that close. You just got to be careful. Um, the next one here says a lot can seem like a little. If you win $6 million and find yourself in a room full of lotto winners who won $100 million or more, all of a sudden you feel like the poor one. It's all relative, but don't feel too bummed. There are plenty of big lottery winners whose money and luck ran out. Next one here says your answer for our impulse purchases. I said this a little bit earlier. I was like, listen, don't go out there buying things that, you know, just, just because you can buy it, don't just go and buy it. You know, it says here, uh, quote, after we won the lottery, we bought an eight bedroom, seven bath, 10,000 square foot mansion because we could. And it sounded amazing, says one past winner. Well, now we're selling the eight bedroom, seven bath mansion because it's impractical for a family of four. Exactly. Like, again, I'm a modest, simple person. I come across that money. I am buying a house that is probably less than a million dollars. As long as it's got enough rooms for me and my wife and enough space for our cars to fit in the garage, I'm cool with that. I'm not going to buy no mansion. For what? That's, that's That would be so pretentious of me because I'm not that type of person. I'm not going to sit there and buy a mansion because I could. You understand what I'm saying? Because you have the money don't mean you should. That's an impulse buy. And that's what a lot of lottery winners do. But then again, remember that you, you can get financial advisors and stuff to tell you how to spend the money. But people don't want to be told how to spend their money. So you got that little catch-22 thing going on there. All right, next one, it says, you're looked down upon by the truly wealthy. Yes, I've heard of this. Yes, you're going to have your Bill Gates, your Warren Buffetts. They're going to look at you like you're new money. A lot of these millionaires and billionaires are old blue blood money. Money passed from generation to generation to generation. And here you are, you're a ShopRite worker working at the supermarket and you came across $50 million. Now you're rich, right? But they're going to look at you and be like, you won the lottery to get that money. You didn't work for it. But let's be real. A lot of these millionaires and billionaires really didn't work for their money. It's been inherited and passed down to them. Some of them actually did work to get where they needed to get to. But they're just going to look at you and be like, oh, okay, yeah, you, you got like, 80 million dollars but you're not me it says here um this person says after we won and moved into an exclusive neighborhood we planned a huge fourth of july party and invited all our neighbors said a former lottery winner none of them came they thought we didn't earn our money <laughs> that's fucked up that's fucked up because that, that they just snubbed their nose at them like yo we earn this money like we we run businesses and corporations we bust our ass every day and meanwhile you just scratch some damn numbers and all of a sudden you're a millionaire they're just gonna look down at you like you're, you're new money man you're, you're, you're fake money and it's fucked up it really is fucked up because it's kind of like oh well the average person can't be rich they can't have a chance to fulfill like have a life of fulfillment and and be a part of a culture this is why I say humble yourself. Humble yourself. 
You do not want to be that person that go because you got this money and pretend that you're like you're a really, really rich person when just maybe a day or so ago you were sitting there just poor as fuck. Humble yourself. I'm telling you. Don't you don't have to like me. I don't have to. I don't need validation. I don't seek validation from no one. If I win the lottery, I don't need anybody's approval. Me and my wife will be set. And any family members who need help or I pay back to for everything they've done, they're covered. But I'm not going to sit here and flaunt my money around. Um, the next one here says, you'll be sick of money questions. This story says, it drives me nuts when people ask where I keep the money, how I spend it, and if I still have it, says a past winner. No one would dream of asking a CEO these questions. We understand you're curious, though, so here are the secrets rich people won't tell you about their lives. Yes, nobody asks a CEO where they keep their money, if you can even get that close to a CEO of, like, GM or something like that, right? Even now, I you know, it's kind of rude to ask a man how much they make, right? It's, it's rude to ask someone about their salary, right? It's seen like that in some cases, right? Because, really, it's none of your business. Unless that person... Is willing to tell you that's fine, but you know you really don't ask people that come across money like where you keep the money at. You know, it sounds really suspicious. Uh, next one, your friends will change with your lifestyle. Ooh, yeah, I'm telling you, you win money, you're gonna find out who your true friends really are. I'm talking about your friends who, on your most lowest of luck, would share a pint of chicken fried rice with you because you are that hungry or will go to McDonald's and ask you, hey, I got you. What do you want, man? You haven't eaten every, anything at all. True friend. Now, your other friends who've seen you down and like, oh, man, I wish I could help, but you know, I don't have it or something like that. You'll find that out. So it says here, life after winning the lottery may bring big changes for everyone in your life. All lot of winners think they're going to have the same friends and do the same things. But if you have $100 million and you want to fly to Hong Kong for the weekend, you need to either find someone who can afford to go with you or be willing to subsidize someone and subsidizing people gets old. Yeah, because you have all the money. They're like, man, you're not going to hook me up with a ticket. Like, you know, you got all this money, man. Buy my ticket or buy this and buy that. and buy No, 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 no. Nope. You need nip that shit in the butt quick. Um, next one, you might you may be forced into the spotlight. Again, when it comes to lottery, right, you may have to be um, publicly revealed for the sake of protecting the reputation of the lottery and letting people know, hey, the lottery is real. I got an average Joe who just won it, right? So it says, if you think you're going to win and remain anonymous, you better check your state's laws. Many states require that you do a news conference to hold up a big check. Again, this is to validate that the lottery is not rigged. And of course, tis better to give. Quote, now that I can buy anything I want, I've learned that what really matters and what I enjoy most is being able to do things that help other people, says one lottery winner. Something small but important that helps tipping properly. Here's how much to tip in every situation. And don't donate all at once. If you want to give a charity a big sum of money, never give it all at once. It's better to donate $100,000 a year for 10 years so you can retain some control and make sure the cash is being spent wisely. Absolutely, because if you... You want $100 million and you donate seventy, like a $50 million to a charity, who's taking care of that? that that's money that is literally just can go anybody's pockets or even may not even go to the charity, right? Some charities are pretty dirty, right? At least $100,000, $50,000 a year, right? is a little bit more manageable, right? If you put the money in the right hands. Um, and of course, who are we kidding? Life after lotto is great. You haven't lived until someone picks up the laundry from your front porch and brings it back to you that night. Completely done and neatly folded. Um, yeah, I'd rather do my own laundry. 
right? <laughs> I have money. I'm, I got to pay somebody to do my laundry, right? I got to do my own. But again, whether it be lotto, casino, any extra money that you normally are not used to having is a great feeling. Great feeling. I mean, my wife was happy when she won her little money and stuff like that. Awesome feeling. But with with lots of money comes other like a lot of responsibilities and you just got to be smart like enjoy life of course of course go buy the things you want let me tell you something if i can if i won the money if i won 10 million dollars i definitely would take a trip that'll probably be the first thing i do is to take a trip somewhere i've never been that i've always yearned to go that would be one thing and of course investing my money in my stocks and putting some money up for emergencies and dividing this money up in a way that I will have some financial comfortability and knowing that I am not going to be broke, that I have money somewhere I can pick if need be, right? Listen, win big, win big, win big. And I, I don't even think they found the person that won the freaking $1 billion jackpot. This person was in Maine. I, this person is yet to be revealed. Maybe the I, I'm I'm pretty sure he or she probably already got the money, and it's just hiding. They're gone. I mean, it's pretty easy to get lost in Maine. I'm sure nobody's gonna find you in Maine. But man, I think about it all the time, man. But you know what? My 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 thing is this: I don't want to be rich. I want to be comfortable, right? I don't want to be rich. For what? I'd rather be comfortable where I don't have to worry about bills. I don't have to worry about nothing. Everybody and everything is taken care of. That's the kind of life I want to live. All right. So, hey, that was a damn, that was a pretty fast episode. Hey, thanks for listening to this podcast episode, The Daily Mind. Of course, I'm still going to be giving you more shows. I'll see if I got an episode tomorrow, depending on my time and schedule. I got about another day or two before my birthday. So, on Tuesday, I'm pretty sure I, ah, no, you know what? I'm no episode on Tuesday. I'm chilling Tuesday. It's my birthday. No episode on Tuesday, but there will be one tomorrow. So, Lord willing, stay tuned. All right. So, hey, thanks for listening to Daily Mind. Have a great night. Ciao.